welcome to another episode of BL Can Save You. This is in Mana, just a very tired my blue. And this is Ali, a girl who's just tired. <laughs> we have a very special guest today. This is our first celebrity interview, and we are very excited to have him on. So uh, he could go ahead and introduce himself now. Hi, I'm Patrick. Rangsuman, I'm the writer of my review and my imaginary boyfriend and also seven days before Valentine. Nice to meet you guys all. Nice to meet you, Patrick. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, so just to go ahead and start, uh, we're going to go ahead and I usually do a um, like a housekeeping where I talk about different things, but we're just going to just jump right into the interview. In fact, we're going to start with a little icebreaker so we can help uh, just get out some nerves and just to introduce ourselves. So this icebreaker is two truths and a lie. So I will go first. So my two truths are I work in a mortgage company. All right. (laughs) <laughs> I work at a mortgage company. I have two older sisters and I have never uh, slept in a hallway before. <laughs> okay. Then Ali or, um, or me? I oh, no, okay. Um, so, <laughs> okay. The, okay, let me explain the game. So the game is you say your two truths and a lie, um, and you have to guess which one is the lie. Um, so I think your lie is about your sister. Uh, I, 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 feel like, I feel like you uh, you are single shy. <laughs> uh, no, I have, I have two older sisters, so I'm the baby, I'm the youngest. Oh, so the liars, you never slept? You never In slept a hallway. <laughs> That one, that one's interesting because why would you sleep in a hallway, you know? Well, because sometimes, yeah. like, when you're, like, like, let's just say, like, you're in an airport, right? And, like, well, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It makes <laughs> sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, oh. so my two truths and lie. Um, I, bought, I bought my first home at 22. I absolutely love swimming. And I am in... I... <clears throat> I have five older siblings. I'm an I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a baby. Mm. I guess the first one is the lie. The first one bought the home at 22. Yeah, that's the truth. Ah. <laughs> <coughs> Try so, again. Okay. Try again. The last one. The last one. That's true. Oh, that's. I can't. True. I can't swim. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, so actually, is the second one is the lie? Yeah, I can't swim. Mm. I am terrified of water. My ancestors, you know, <laughs> they ingrained that in my spirit. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I'm the general neurologist. Uh, I have one brother and I... <laughs> okay. I usually slept on my hallway. <laughs> I believe you about the hallway because you're a med stu- you were a med student. That's believable. Mm-hmm. You are a neuroscientist, yeah. so you you have you don't have one brother. Um, I 
actually, I have one brother. He is veterinary doctor. Oh, he's a doctor oh, too. Too? Yeah, he is the doctor too. So you're oh. a medical family. Yeah, I uh, I got um, I have just only one brother. He is veterinary doctor, and my mom's always uh, always making a joke that I am a doctor to take care of my brother, and my brother is the wet mate to take care of my me. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know which what? one is the lie? This, this is a theory. My mom always says that if I can go to the other planet, if you can go to the other planet too, when you get sick, you should not ask for the doctor. You must ask for the wet mat because they learn to. They are ready for the plenty of uh, for the variety of species, but. The doctor is ready for just only single species in that human. So, if you have the chance to travel through the other planet and you get sick, ask for the wet mat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Valuable information. Thank you. But then, Patrick, which one was the lie? Huh? Which one was the lie? Which one was the lie? Ah, uh, the last one. You've never slept in a hallway. I never slept in the hallway. <laughs> I so, never, never slept in the hallway. Uh, I because, uh, uh, sorry, I <clears throat> when I when I slept, I, I think I how do I, I moved too much when I slept. So uh, since I was baby, since I was really young, uh, my mom uh, always teach me that. When I when I sleep, when I sleep, uh, when I sleep, I have to sleep in my private. So I never sleep outside the room, the private room. Oh, the, okay. The room. okay. In the room. Even though I'm a doctor, but the doctor also have the room for take the rest. Yeah. 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 That that is the place that I have to sleep. Oh, one time I used to sleep. Not one time. I think it's make uh, it's two or three times I used to sleep. On the in the toilet on the toilet bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, that sounds more like it. <laughs> but it's considered the private, the private yeah. room. So oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, in the past interviews, you've mentioned that you just write for passion and not for profit. So, uh, that just tells us that you just have a deep sense of social responsibility. Um, but we just want to know uh, the trending topic these days is like with people that have influence or a craft room, uh, should they be using their platform or influence to affect social change, or should they be just be like free to do, um, you know, whatever they, you know, whatever to post whatever content they want, basically. I think people should do whatever they want to do. Okay, I believe in the free will theory. Uh, the platform also, uh, every people should do whatever they want to do, and also the platform because I think the sense of responsibility is common. I think all people have it. So when you said, oh, so when I said you, you can do whatever you want. It means with a sense of responsibility, indeed. And I expect and also respect that all the people have it. If you notice, I have never blamed the other novels or other writer or other writers for their contents. Even though some, okay, I think even though some of them contain toxicity, I'm sure that they wrote. I'm sure that when they wrote it, they wrote 
with a sense of responsibility as well. But it comes out like whatever they want to write it. So actually, I think okay to be s u m up. I think people should do whatever they want to do, but. With sense of responsibility, not respond for the social. I think is too big for them. But just take the respond for whatever you did, whatever you wrote it is enough. Okay, okay, good, good answer. Uh, and yeah. I like the fact. I like the just to interject here a bit. I like the fact that you said um, you don't blame them. Because they probably didn't start out with that intention, and I feel like that is an important thing to say. Because I don't believe when it comes to art, I don't believe. Well, I choose not to believe that anyone would want to start it from a negative place. They just thought that it would be something fun. They had an idea. They were like, "I'm gonna do this." But then the thing about art is that it's left up to the. The end user's interpretation. Yeah, I also believe that too. You know what Stephen King used to say in one interview that uh, the story has its own life. So when you start writing it, I think every writer start with the good mind, start with the good attitude. Would like to make the reader smile or whatever, but at the point. A specific point. The story has its own life, and the story needs to be flow to that way. Stephen King says that you should listen to the to the to the message from the story because it's when the, it's the story that crafting itself. You can craft it just half, and the other half is the story itself, and it's more natural. So. Even though it contains toxicity or bad end, but if you read it from the beginning to the end, I think every story um, has its nature. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, not really a fan of King myself, but I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> all right, so my thing I'm is, you're a fan of him. You like yeah. that stuff. I love it though. I like his mo. I like his, the the movies that come from his books. I'm not necessarily a fan of the books, which is interesting because I tend to like both. So um yeah, so I think they do a good job of handling the transition of his novels into movies. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, all right. So my thing is, and I actually care about this part. Like really, really deeply, and I wanted your opinion. Uh, given the fact that BLs are an LGBT subgenre, in my opinion, they don't really do much for the community because they come across as uh, gimmicks, and they present gay men. In this case, because we're talking about BLs, they present them as caricatures uh, of what you know who gay men are in actual, in real life. So. I wanted to know what you think about this. Um, do you think it needs to change, or do you think it's okay that way because it's just entertainment? Mm. Okay, mm. it's really deep question. Okay, actually, 
<laughs> Actually, sorry for the offense. I think we are not not represent the LGBT strong. I think we are belongs to the reader community, to all readers, not LGBT, and it doesn't reflect the LGBT strong. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't re- represent the LGBT life. Is like to be more specific. I think BL reflects and represent the pleasure of the reader, especially women. Indeed, the thing that you mentioned actually is gay literature, or LGBT literature. Yes. Okay. okay let's make a point. Uh, the KPI of BL is okay. BL is created for making reader to be happy. So the KPI is just the happiness. The audience, uh, the reader, read it and feel happy. They got smile. LGBT literature, gay literature, is created for making people to be more understand, understand their LGBT life, understand the gay life, actual life. If they want to, so uh, the KPI is different. They were uh, this both these two strong these two. Is to type were created with different uh, aim. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think no need to be ashamed because the BL the BL genre the BL chong still working in the like they're still working well very good. They can make the reader smile. They can make reader get happy, but. Mm-hmm. So no need to be shamed, but need to be expanded. Need to be blended. If uh, okay, if the read, if the writer or if the producer of the series of the BL series, Y series, need to set that position in being the leader in this in this business. I mean, in BL or Y series, they have to consider more about expanded and blend BL with LGBTs. I mean, combine these together. Making people smile is a tough job, and making people understand more isn't uh, isn't a tough job either. But combine both into a single job is challenging. And if they mm-hmm. can, I think the truly leading position they will get. Um, like you say, uh, I think 90% in the in the market. Is the BL and the uh, and the reader? Most of the reader is the woman, right? So yes. The BL nowhere make you smile, make you happy. That's it means it's achieve the KPI. But to make the social get forward, more understand about gay life, LGBT life should be added into them but they have to still save the position that save the position that the, the position to make people more happy okay mm. so, so I, I never i never expect i never expect all the writer to come back to write something serious about lgbt i just need them to uh understand that they they wrote Father, women, reader, mm-hmm. and you, not necessarily the general audience. Uh, and uh, I think you, you guys may may heard about this that uh, this word in the BL series or in the book that 
I'm not gay, but I just love you. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, we hate that here. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. we, we hate, hate it. We hate it so much. We talk about uh, it in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> some 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 people come. Some people mocking on the expert. Okay, I think I I agree with it. I agree with it. Uh, there's no man. There's no man. No female. No gay. No lesbian. No LGBT. We are just a person. A person who fall in love with a person. So when I fall in love with with a guy, I I I I don't fall in love with a guy. I fall in love with this person. I think gender is like fluid. This moment, I fall in love with a guy. So yeah, the social may consider that I'm gay, but who knows? Maybe in the next year, I fall in love with a girl, and the social will consider me, will label me as a a dude. So the gender is a thing that you should take it off and place it in a box or. At your house, when you get out, you have no gender. You're just a person. So, to be honest, I, I, I secretly agree with that word. <laughs> you secretly? Okay. I was just about to ask you because it's I'm I, I'm shocked. Well, well, not well. Like, yeah, I'm shocked um, that you would say that you agree with it. But having heard your explanation, I understand. The reason why we here, Mana and I, we don't really like it. Is is the intention that it's said with? It said when it's how it's presented to us. It's not in the shows and in the books. It's not presented in a way where they're speaking towards gender uh, fluidity or stuff like that. They're literally saying there is no way in life I would ever fall for a guy. Except Just this one. Just this Just one. This one. So, <laughs> but. No, I un like if if it is that other persons who are in the industry because we're not Thai, and I always say this: if you're not from a country or if you're not from the society, there's not really much you can say about how they view things. But if it is that um, other people view it like you, then I can understand why they would say it. But I still don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, I I agree. Like it or don't like it. Agree or not agree is something separate. It's right. Different. So I can understand, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just not for me because you can do a better job of saying <laughs> what you want to say. But like, uh, it's yeah. you know, it's I, interesting. What were you gonna say? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Ah. Uh, I said that. Uh, I'm going to say that. Uh, you made a good point because in the series or in the book, I'm not gay. It doesn't mean I'm not gay, but it's contained a little bit of homophobia. Uh, oh yeah, homophobia. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not exactly I'm not gay. Okay, when I'm saying I'm ah, uh, this moment I'm not gay. I'm like a girl. Um, maybe it's contained a little bit of. Homophobia. So yeah, I don't like that too. I don't like the feeling in that sentence. I don't like the feeling in the voice when the when the character in the series said the contempt. So, uh, yeah, because it's not. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Is is a little bit toxic. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. um, but I guess um, it is, but. 
it's also that's why it's good to have different outlooks or different views on things because if you choose to look at it from a standpoint of this person being fluid with their sexuality and their identity then i understand why they would say something like that but you know that is what it is but to what you're saying um go ahead uh, no, would, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. I thought I heard that you were trying to speak. But it's funny that you transitioned so well into representation because when Mana asked their question earlier about writing for when you um social responsibility, you said that you you think that people should be free to write whatever they want, but be responsible with it. So mm-hmm. and given what we just spoke about. Speaking of representation, um, from what I've gathered, you're openly gay, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, given the fact that you're openly gay, writing the, well, as you nicely put it, BL isn't necessarily LGBT um, material. It's just a form of thing on its own. So, given the fact that you write BL novels... In real life, do you, as an individual, do you face any backlash at work, at home, or with your family, or with your friends? What has the general response been to what you do? Um, I am just a lucky person. <laughs> I am just a lucky person. My friends know that I'm gay. Um, they are okay with it. Uh, they, and also my family. I can bring my boyfriend to see my parents that this is my boyfriend, they welcome my boyfriend. Um, actually, I came out with my family when I graduated med school. I told them that, ma'am, uh, the, the exactly night before my graduate ceremony, I, I told them that, um, uh, ma'am, that I, I don't like girls. I like a guy. I, 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 doesn't, I, I don't mean like like a guy, I like like a guy, uh, and I think I cannot get along together with a girl in, I mean, in the couple life in couple way. Mm-hmm. My mom listened to me and she asked me that it's gay. Why do you have to explain that long word? <laughs> you can just say that you're gay. I said, oh, and she doesn't. She doesn't look. Surprise! She said that she knows it for a long time, but to know it and to be told by me is different. It means that now I open to talk with them everything, and she really glad it. Equally to really glad that I graduated from med school. So uh, I am just a lucky guy. My brother know that I'm gay, and he's really. He just really enjoy me being gay because he said that so. Uh, uh, because he said that I'm looking better than him, so girl will be. Yep, yep. You're his sidekick. You're the one that's gonna get all the girls for him. <laughs> once, once time in my life, I, I, when I was in the last year in med school. I had a patient who's got asthmatic attack. He is the older, he's elderly. He got really severe asthmatic attack. And when I approached him to take care, he said that, okay, stop doctor. I, I, I need other doctor who's not gay. 
Oh no. Oh my god, yeah. what did that feel uh, like? He, that might have felt awful. He said he, he said that why he was why he still uh he's dying like, he's and he doesn't yeah. want you to help yeah. him. He needs the other doctor who's who is not gay. So because it's emergency, I don't have time. I don't have enough time to feel anything. Turn and ask my friend, the other friend, to take care of this guy, and I take care of the other kids who also got the asthmatic attack. And that kid played with me. Also, his mother also played with me too. So, mm-hmm. I think that uh, if you cannot avoiding the backlash, even though you are in the very best, you are in the best country in the world. Even though you are in USA. The best country in the world. You still got. You still have to see people like this, people who homopho- homophobia, uh, people who just don't like LGBT, don't like gay. You cannot. You cannot avoiding it. But you can make yourself out of their zone. Let yeah. them. Let them be. In, let them be in their life. And you can live your life because you know what? I just turn like I just turn just from in front to the the left side, and the ad, and the kid wants to play with me while I'm shaking him. So it's easy. It's really really easy to just move out from that zone. But as I told you, I'm just lucky. I I got that just only once in my life. Oh wow, that's really great. Um, and yeah, it is. You know, even here, like in, like even here in America, I know people think it's very easy, you know, to be out. Um, but sometimes it's, it's it's not, you know, and especially it depends on you know the where you live and and you know how open your area around you is, um, you know. So so sometimes it can be very difficult. But it's in, but I'm glad that you brought it up that you know all you can really do is just live your own life. And you know, not you know, pay attention to too much to the things around you because you're gonna um, hopefully find people in your life that are gonna accept you for who you are and not you know put you in a box. So I think that's a good lesson uh, for people. So thank you and, for sharing that story with us. Yeah, and I just have one thing because it's here, and I feel like it's important to ask the question. You were lucky. Well, like you said, you're you were fortunate enough to have a supportive space, but and that one incident happened to you. Was there ever? Was there ever? Did you ever put any pressure on yourself to? Okay, I know this is who I am. I know that eventually, before you you came out to them, I know that eventually I'll have to share this information. They're gonna find out soon anyway. Did you ever put your put any pressure on yourself to over excel at things? Like put any pressure on yourself to make sure that you were on top so that eventually, when this information came out, no one would question your worth. Yes. Yes, uh, when I was young, I think that being gay, being being gay is like stigmatized because you know I'm in Thailand. Uh, we are not accept we just tolerance with being gay. You can be gay if you have the good life enough. You can be gay if you behave 
okay, my parents never, never said that to me, but it's like I, I grow up with that kind of attitude. I can be gay if I am a good person, if I'm behave. So I have to, so I try to being a good, good kid, uh, study hard because uh, deep down I feel like because I cannot, I cannot, I cannot having a kid for my parents or I will be, I'll be a really, really good kid for them. I would, I must, I must have the very good life so they can, so they will see that, okay, I can take care of myself. I can be whatever I want to be. It's like, it's like, I have to make it for the permission to be gay. And I can tell you that it still be in Thailand, maybe in the other countries. I don't know, but I still have to making it good. Uh, even though I post every, I post many things on my Twitter, on my Facebook, I have to consider it many times before, before enter and post it. Because if I do good, it's just be good operate. But if I do something bad, they will accuse my gender. Sometimes, some people, not every people, but there will be one guy, one person who accused that because of gay. So I right. So did. because you're gay, that's why you did this, or this is happening because you're gay, or you're queer, or whatever. Yeah, that's why I asked the question because I, even though some of us are fortunate enough to be in spaces where, um, where we're we don't have to be uncomfortable because our people accept us, it's like. Yeah, the, the country that I'm in, the a question that a lot of straight people ask, like homophobic people ask, is why are all of these gay people in these top positions? They had to work really hard to get there, so that's why I asked because I wanted to know if the sentiment uh, carried across borders, basically. So thank you for answering that for me. Very uh, to be more People, every people have to like do the hard job to be good because mm-hmm. half of it is good. It's good. It's also good for you. Okay. Good for the social and good for you. And it's like, okay, even though it's, even though it's, it's the fact, but I think it's also good for me. So I, because I have to be aware all the time. It's like thoughtful. It's like crafting me into a thoughtful person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, um, Ali can go ahead and, and take the last question. The last question? Um, it's two parts. I'm going to try to make it quick. You okay. have you have a Spanish novel coming out. Um, Mana is Latino. <laughs> She's, um, they're Latino. Um, what, what inspired you to do that real quick? And then we're going to close. Okay. Besides being a doctor and a writer, um, I consider myself as a scientist. I want to do uh, an experiment. Mm-hmm. I heard that, I heard that uh, people in Latin America, in the South America, really love BL. And but yes, let's, <laughs> but let's be a book available for them. So why not choose 
why not try it? Uh, I got a friend and the reader community from uh, South America, so it's easy to start. I want to know the data. I, I want to know the data about the response, so I can calculate it. I can process it, and maybe uh, on the next book, uh, or maybe maybe all of my book will be translated to Spanish. Oh, yes. that would be great! I mean, I I for one, um, because I can read uh, English and Spanish, so I was really surprised when I saw your announcement on Twitter about Siete Dias. Uh, de San Valentín. I was like, oh my god, it's in Spanish, yeah. and I was. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, okay, now seven days before Valentine is the first book, but I I send the next book to the translator already. Oh wow, that's great! Um, I know that you yeah, mentioned uh, in your other podcast it was um, "I Love You, I Kill You." Um, was that is that the one that you're going to translate into Spanish, or is that a different or is that a different novel? The other one is my imaginary boyfriend. Because um, I love you, I love you, I kill you. Still translated into English. <laughs> okay, all right. So the last part of everything, just to wrap it up, you have a very um, demanding. You're in a very demanding profession. You write. You find time to interact on social media. So my question to you is, and this is the last thing, and then we're going to close. What would be your advice, like if you could say five things, just five things, to someone who has their plate full, either with school, work, hobby, job, whatever the case may be, what are five things that you would, or three things that you would tell them to just encourage them or how to work around it? Oh, actually, I just only one thing that keep telling myself every day, and I. Keep teach. I keep sharing it with the other people every day. Just only one thing, and you will be very, very fine in this world. Is be a better you in every day. When you wake up, you got another one day. You got another twenty-four hours to making yourself better than yesterday. Before you go to bed, ask yourself that: Am I better than my yesterday already? If yes, if the answer is yes, okay, go to bed. But if the answer is no, no need to suckling. Just find the point that why I am not better than myself yesterday. Maybe you just make a bullet about it and make an aim that you will beat it in the next day. So the next day you will achieve that I can be a better person in the other, uh, a better person than yesterday. Nor such any art, uh, nor such any wise word or any other like proverbs. I just use this. Be a better me in every day. At least, even though it's not good to the other people, but it's also good for yourself. Uh, the feel uh, you can learn from your pain, but you can be happy from your happiness. Uh, you can be happy from your from your goodness. If you if you can feel you better in every day, you will be happy and guaranteed. If you can, if you know that you are better than yesterday, you will definitely be happy. Sure, and the happy is the happiness is the oil to drive you to do any other thing that better that good for yourself. Oh, so thank you so much. Find, find, awesome. no, find, find, 
thing, no three thing, no ten thing. <laughs> just one. Just one. Uh, just All right. Quickly, um, where can we find? Where can people find your novels if they want to um, read any of your books? Okay. Uh, you can find me on Wattpad and also at Amazon, and you can see me on Twitter, Patrick Tree Rangsman. <laughs> Okay. okay. All right. So we wanna we wanna thank you once again for agreeing to be our first official guest. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, if you want to interview me again, please let me know. I'm definitely. Really... Oh, definitely. Thank you so much. And, and yes, it's been such an honor to have you. Okay, guys. So you're listening. All of Patrick's information will be in the description box. Um, the links to where you can buy his book, his Twitter profile, everything in the description box. Thank you again so much, Patrick. Have yourself a wonderful day at work and stay blessed. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.